So today is the first day of our love series. Well, we've done love series before for married women, for women seeking spouses. So here's the thing with this love series, and I'm going to do a bit of a twist on it. It's going to kind of be for both. Now, here's the thing. Who is is this series for? It's for women who have never been married before and who are looking for a spouse. But it is also for divorced women who have been married before and are like, oh my goodness, getting married again and possibly going through the same thing. Like, could I even get married again? Or like, how would I even find a guy? Like, what if I make the same mistakes? Like all that doubt and fear, it's for you too. And guess who it is also for? It's also for married women with children who are like, I kind of think I got married right, but I'm not really sure, but I have daughters and I know I have to marry them. And you don't know the rules and how to marry your kids. And here's the thing. I see a lot of moms are like waiting till their daughters are teenagers or till they're a marriageable age. Totally wrong. Because we are supposed to be raising our women to be amazing wives. Guess when that happens from? From the beginning from the very beginning, from one and two and three and four years old, as we're teaching them the certain adepts that they need to learn, even sometimes under 10, because it will affect them for the rest of their lives. So if you have younger kids, it is for you as well, because how can you raise your children to be an amazing wife if you don't know what one looks like, or to be an amazing husband if you don't know exactly what that is? And so we are supposed to also be preparing our kids for the rest of their lives. So that is who this entire series is for, unmarried divorced, married with children. And if you don't fall into those categories, believe me, this is some sound advice where you might be able to look at your own marriage right now. And if you're struggling, see where things might've gone wrong and get some insight and things you should have done. And that will lead us into healthier love relationship and boundaries, which is what we're talking about in our upcoming book club, right? So this is exactly where we are, and we are getting into these really, really um, tough topics. And by the way, if you guys don't already know, we have the book club, Reclaim Your Heart, Yasmin Mujahid's book, and we pick a different book every time. Well, actually, you guys choose the book that you're really excited on. We've done Divine Secrets of Love. We've done the Muslim Mindset before Ramadan to make sure that we were like getting our life organized. And a lot of times, we'll even have the authors come on and talk to us about the books. But the thing about the books is they are great, but they are just the springboard from some amazing activity. And it becomes like in conversations, women come week after week excited for meeting that day because it's like they get to hang out and chill with all the ladies and just kind of like blah, blah, blah about everything they've been going through that they can't, can't like talk to anyone else about. And we create a really, really safe space. I'm telling you, I'm sure you'll see it as soon as you get inside, but you have to get in because there are limited seats. We put a cap on it. We close it. It starts in two days. And honestly, there aren't that many spaces that we're going to allow in left. So if you haven't already, get on in. Links below in the show notes if you totally don't know what that means and how to access that, DM me on Instagram. All right, so let's talk today about why no one is marrying you or why no one might marry you. Two common reasons, all right? And I say this because I have a lot of girls, I say it like this in the the title because a lot of girls are like, oh my gosh, I've been trying forever, I'm going through all these guys, blah, blah, blah. Or a lot of women have not even done that process and they're just so fearful of even diving in. And there are these two main things that will typically trip people up over and over and over again. Like it's my wish if women just knew how important these things were to know, 
you know, but unfortunately, you know, a lot of people just feel like, you know, I don't need to know that. Right. And you know what? I understand why you might feel like that. Like, I don't got to need to know that right, right now in my life. I'm not up to that point. I'm not this and this. And that's what many sisters have told me, especially sisters like uh, Lena, who told me that she didn't need to know that. But then all of a sudden in her life, some situation creeped up and she wasn't even going to get married right now. And then like things got sprung on her and she was like scrambling for answers. Or like Delia, who actually was already looking, but she thought she could just figure it out as she went and just kind of like vibe through it. And like, you know, she knew herself, she knew how guys worked and just deal with it. Or like about Medium, who figured like, you know what, like my parents are going to help me with that. Little did she know that her parents were guiding her the wrong way, which is part of what I deal with a lot of women, like eight out of 10, nine out of 10 women, their parents guide them the wrong way. And that, and I'm a parent myself, even myself, I had to educate myself because my parents, like, as I mentioned before in previous podcasts, were not practicing Muslims. So even myself, and, and a lot of you guys might know I'm married twice. The first time I let my family help me. Well, you can tell how well that went. Part of it was them. And part of it was me thinking I knew what I was doing. No, <laughs> clearly not. But until I found how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us how to get married by the Quran and Sunnah, life-changing. Now I'm literally married to the man of my dreams. Love him to death, my best friend. We have a podcast called My Love Story. If you want to hear on it, my husband's on it. I don't put him on any of my podcasts because I'm not into that. I think that's like, I don't really do that. But I had to, at one level, to show women that like what I'm saying is really true. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises is really true. And within this month, I'm even going to have some sisters come on who are just having amazing, amazing success with this. And I, and I do that to let women know that there is so much hope for you. Don't be scared because I have so many women like, oh my gosh, you're scaring me right now. I don't want to talk about that. Oh my gosh, red flags. Oh my gosh, horror stories. No. And I'm like, I'm telling you them so you don't have to live them. And then I'm going to tell you what to do instead. So stay with us the entire series. All right. Enjoy, guys. So today let's talk about the two main reasons, right? Why over and over for the past 20 years of me doing this, right? And working with tens of thousands of women of why people actually like do not have people wanting to marry them or they're struggling to find the guy. And it's typically one of these two things. And people, when I say them, you're going to be like, that's, that's the reason. Yes. Oh yes. And so please, if you haven't already, you know, get a grip on these things because these are the things that will make you pick the wrong guy that will get things delayed for years or, or, or let's have you falling into situations where you're trusting your family to help you when they're not putting you in the right place. And I say that because families mean the best. No parent is trying to like hand their daughter off to somebody not good. But unfortunately, not everybody is equipped with this. It's not like it's a college course and everybody graduated with A's. Okay, guys, that's just the reality. So let's get into number one. Then the first reason I see time and time again and I've talked a bit about this maybe two podcasts ago about why people are hurting you. And you can go into that one too and get a bit more um, answers on this. But low self-esteem. Yeah. Like one time, I don't know what it is, one of my YouTube videos a while back, maybe a year back, I talked about statistics on women. 90-something percent of women 
don't like their body. Now, if you don't like your body, that directly affects your self-esteem. If you don't like who you are or you feel really bad about yourself, that directly affects your self-esteem. The way your self-esteem is affects how you carry yourself, affects how you interact. Like I see women looking for guys who are just like excited if a guy is interested in them because they're like, oh my gosh, somebody thinks I'm beautiful. Like really? Really? You needed him to tell you that? No, come on. That's not what marriages are for, for them to like rub your ego and make you feel good enough. No, you have to feel good enough before. And if that's something you're struggling with, I teach this. I teach this. My goodness, don't marry a guy for that reason. That is such a nightmare. Because what if he in the middle of the marriage, again, I see this happen too. Like he decides, you know what? I fell out of love with you. I'm mad at you. So I'm going to tell you every day how ugly you are, how there's like 10 other women who are you know, and, and my office at work who are like way prettier than you. I don't even know why I come home to you. Yeah. I, I get these comments all the time from women, like tell me about their stories and why they're crying all over the place. So number one, you need to fix your perception of you. Don't think the marriage is going to do that. I see a lot of women trying to like leave their house, leave their parents' house and stuff like that. Or I see women who are divorced and broken, who are trying to remend their life hoping that a guy will make them feel good about themselves because they don't because they feel so broken, right? Or I see like moms marrying their daughters who they think are not, they don't want to tell their daughters like, I don't think she's like that pretty. I don't think she's like that educated in school. So at least if we could just get her to marry a guy who's like a pharmacist or a doctor from like a really good town or a really good family, like we feel like she might be set. No, because you didn't check all the other things, all the other boxes that you need to check off to make sure your daughter's happy, to make sure that you're happy, to make sure that your life is going to go smoothly. So many times we look at these superficial things with the guy, like we need him to make us feel good about ourselves, And that is a red flag. If that is what you were doing and you need to marry the guy for that reason, or you're vibing on him because of all the compliments that he gives you, be real about like, we are naturally attracted to people who compliment us. Did you know that? People who compliment you like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty today. Even if it's another woman, right? Like, let's say I met you and I was like, um, I'm not trying to be fake. I'm just giving you an example. I met you for the first time and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so gorgeous. Now you never met me before, but you're like, oh my gosh, I like her. <laughs> like, why do you like me? Because I just told you you're pretty. And now you're like, oh my gosh, you made me feel so good about myself. I must like you. Well, okay, what if a guy did that? Like, subhanAllah, mashallah, tabarakallah. You are that good in school, mashallah, tabarakallah. You are so amazing. Like, even if he wants to come off like he's religious and he's like, oh my gosh. Or if a guy's like, yo, you know, you're this and you're that. I'm not going to talk like how they talk. But you know what I'm saying? That's why we like him. It's not because he's great. It's because he makes us feel great. That is not a reason to marry a guy. That is a common mistake that women make because they don't feel good about themselves. They're looking for guys now to do that stuff. And it's not that they're bad women. They're not like looking for haram. They're just getting swept away by a weakness that they have. These guys, now FYI, guys know this secret. You might've just learned this on the podcast or you might've kind of knew when I just reminded you, or you might've known completely, but you kind of were just ignoring it. Guys know this very well. Well, what does that mean? That means they're going to throw compliments you, compliments at you right and left. And you know how they picked up on it? It wasn't because they went to some like, let me deceive all women school. It's because they've seen our reactions. They've seen themselves say something to us and our face light up. And if they do that to one, two, three girls, they're like, oh, that works clearly, right? Or they know that they could just throw you off on like all their 
mistakes if they just keep showering you with gifts and compliments. So do not look for that as a key sign that he's a good guy because he's that. No, that is not qualification. And that is built on our own self-esteem. I'm not pretty enough. No one's going to like who I really am. No one's going to like who I really am. So I might as well just like settle for this guy. No, that is not true. That just makes you look vulnerable and desperate. And me too. Like, I'm just being honest with you. That's the vibe guys get. And then guys, you know what they're going to do? They're going to take advantage of you ladies. And I know this because I'm doing this for 20, like 20 years with women. And women are talking to me on the phone, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them a month and telling me that that's their experience. After they married him, he was no longer interested. He was talking to other women. He was cheating on them. He was going and following women on Instagram and DMing them or on Facebook or on Snapchat or on TikTok or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're there depressed and now they're like eating like, you know, uh, which we'll call it like tubs of ice cream and like shoving face, their face full of chips at like 12 a.m. That does not have to be you. But if you don't get your self-esteem up, it just might be. So what are you going to do? One of two things. You can DM me on Instagram. Like I, like I always tell you guys, you can email me if you want support. DMing me is way better. I am here for you and I will give you some resources that I have to build your self-esteem. But I want you to know you cannot go on like that. That will not put you in a positive situation. Like red flag, common mistake, number one. Number two, another reason why guys might not be marrying you, like you're giving off the vulnerability vibe, okay? You're giving it off. You don't realize you are, but you're giving it off. You're giving off like the I'm desperate vibe or I don't like myself vibe. It's a vibe. I don't know how to explain it to you, but guys are really slick and they pick up on it really well and they go in for the kill and then like that's just how it goes down, okay? Number one. Number two, another common reason, and this is the equally big one. This is the one like I'm like, grabbing my hair right now and like pulling it on my head, which is going to have a hijab in my house, right? <laughs> it's COVID. Um, it's that you are doing the whole process of looking for the guy wrong, just totally wrong. You're looking for the wrong things. You're asking the wrong questions. You're, you're not asking the right questions. You know, you're, you're looking at him more than his family. They should be looked at equally or you're more interested in like, where can I find a guy? Then how can I fix these deficiencies in myself or figure this and that out? And they're focusing more on the guy, 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 and less on themselves, less on the family. Or they don't even know the process. They're doing some stuff that is so not right, but not even knowing it. They're displeasing Allah. And Allah is making this situation have no barakah. If I could tell you how many times I see this, it is so sad. So there are women. And by the way, I had this woman maybe, and, and I'm going to tell you about, maybe I'll bring her back on the podcast. Who knows? And um, she was one of the women that came into our program and she came into our program and it was like sad sob story, right? It was like seven years looking for a guy to marry. Every guy that came to her house, she was like, oh, I don't know. Just like she found something wrong with him or the parents found something wrong with the guys that she did like, totally shot them down. Her father was not agreeing. Her mother was like, no, I don't know what you see in him. It was the drama of the century. Could not find a guy that was going to marry her. Or when she did find a guy she liked, her parents were just like, no. And they had their reasons. So when she came to me, to be honest, she was kind of like at the end of her rope. 
And she was like, okay, check it out. Um, and this is the story of uh, one of the sisters that we have. I don't want to like, spoiler alert, I'll, I'll show you her, maybe uh, let her come on. And this is, this is the reason I want to tell you I'm so excited about her because she came to us right? But this story has a happy ending. And I'll tell you why in a second. She came like this totally broken, right? Like, I'm never going to find a guy. Like, you don't know, sis. I've looked everywhere. Or you know what? That stuff might work for people, but not for me. Well, guess what? I have a lot of women who felt like that, you know? Like, um, for example, Fatima, she felt like that wasn't going to work for her. And she felt like there was like no uh, no guy that was ever going to marry her until she realized that she had a low self-esteem and until she built herself up. And then she realized that she had worth and all of a sudden, like guys flew out of nowhere. And it's just like, I can't explain to you when you have Baraka, Allah just puts it right in front of you. People that they just appear out of nowhere. Like somebody knows somebody to somebody else's mother. And all of a sudden they find the guy of their dreams in their set. And that's exactly what happened to this sister, right? So we put her in the program and we're like, look, you are gorgeous, matter of fact, but you just don't have the tools. Clearly, your parents love you to death, but they're missing something. So you need to empower yourself as a female and know for yourself exactly what you need to do. And she's like, yeah, I feel like I'm just following everybody, but I'm not really sure if it's right. And, you know, sometimes parents are telling their daughters things and they they really mean it, but they're not, you know, they even this is from religious families, guys. This is not just like unreligious families and they don't know. This is like religious families telling their daughters the wrong things because they're just like doing so much of it culturally that they don't realize where the boundaries of culture and Islam like start or stop, right? So blah, blah, blah. Long story short, she's feeling really down to the point where now her iman is down. She feels like she's making mistakes. Maybe she's starting to like talk to guys longer on the phone than she's really supposed to. Maybe she's starting to like hang out with the wrong people. Maybe she's like slacking on Salah. She's just getting so down about the situation. Have you ever felt that way? You know, like it's just so hard, right? I totally understand you. That's exactly what she was going through too. And I had a point in my life where that was really hard for me, right? Especially when I was going through my divorce the first time. I'm like, I can't do this again the second time. Like, I have kids now. I can't. If you're a divorced woman out there, like, I have been there too. You're just like, oh my gosh, I just, this is too hard. Like, why does it have to be like this? I've been looking for X amount of time. And like, I don't know if I'm ever going to find that guy. Does he even exist? Like, this is what's going through her head. This is what was going through my head. I totally, totally get you. But here's the good news, right? Only thing missing for myself in that time of darkness was the tools. And only, and I'll tell my kind of full-on story with that in another podcast, but like with her, with her, she just didn't have them, right? So she's in the school and when she goes through module one and she learns about herself, she like gets all her stuff set. She goes in module two, she like learns all about his personality inside of our school and she like finds out about like how to make sure that she, what are her personality traits, how does she make sure she's matched with the guy that whatever has his personality. She goes through all that stuff, how to how to ask him questions and all that stuff. And then she goes into phase three, which is the family, and she's, she's paying hard attention to like not just focusing on the guy, but focusing at the big picture. Because a lot of women make that huge mistake and don't realize they're marrying into the whole family. Oh, it's just going to be like me and him versus the world. No, it's not. Okay. They're going to be in your business all the time. <laughs> FYI. I know. That's how it works. And then lastly, she learned all about like what to do, what not to do. So Allah would not be upset with her. So Allah would help her. Right? So here the sister goes through all of that. And guess what happens? A couple weeks ago, she calls me and tells me I'm engaged. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then she's like, 
I'm not going to lie. It's exactly like you told me the Quran was. It's like Allah, as soon as I did everything I was supposed to, and I and I just put myself in a good place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I stopped doing the process the wrong way, because that's the second common mistake is what I'm citing right now. She's like, Allahu alam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought this guy out of nowhere. She's like, first of all, I didn't even know this family. I would have never met this family. They were in a totally different state. And because she's from the U.S. and she's like in a totally different state. I don't even go to this mosque. I don't even go to. She's like, but I. But what happens is I became more religious, and then so like slowly I would I would meet this circle of women, and then like this other, and this other, and this other, and then all of a sudden, two seconds later, somebody knows somebody who introduces this guy to my dad, and he loves him right away, like no questions asked. Then my mom meets him, and she loves him, no questions asked. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm engaged and I'm like head over heels. And all I'm saying to myself is I wish I would have known this whole time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had this guy waiting for me because I would have been like, cool. He's like beyond what I wanted. Why did I even complain that it was taking too long? So to all the women who feel like it's taking too long, for all the women who are divorced and feel like you could never love again, it's not, it's not true. It's just you're doing something wrong in the process. A lot of times when I talk to women on consultations, that's what we figure out. Their process is wrong. I mean, I can't do like some people want to call me up in a 15 minute consultation and think that I'm going to solve their entire marriage situation. What I can usually do is assess where they are and what their next step is and then give them tools to get to the next step, uh, you know, with the time because that's what happens. But at the end of the day, the point is nine out of 10 times their problem is their process. So what does that mean? That means you have to learn the process. It's really that simple. That's what happened to me too. And one of the future podcasts, I'll tell you guys all about it. It's the same thing that happened to another sister that she's going to be coming on an upcoming podcast called Farzana. She was having such a hard time. She kept getting attracted to the wrong types of guys, knowing they were wrong, knowing, 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 knowing they were wrong for her and yet somehow hanging on to them anyway. And until she realized that she needed to let go some negative stuff in her life and until she realized that like her process was totally wrong, she was like, you're going to hear on the podcast. She was like, Psh, if he doesn't like me, I don't even care. If it doesn't even work out for them, I don't care. I'll wait two more years. Like she turned from someone who was like desperately feeling sorry and sad to somebody who was so confident and so clear about what she needed to do and was like, if he is not going to be the one, there will be another person because Allah will give it. And it's just this, the happiness that she felt. And she, after going through our program too, was like, was so positive. And you're going to hear from her as well, because I want you guys to know that you don't have to feel sad. There is nothing wrong with you. You are beautiful. You are great. You're just clearly missing tools that if you had them, you wouldn't be in this predicament. Okay. And until you realize what you're doing wrong, so you can get rid of it. And until you realize what you need to do instead, so you can start that, that, that good path happening, that's all the difference. So just to re retract, you know, go through exactly what I did again to summarize. Number one, the two main things I'm seeing over and over, it's like a bad nightmare with these women. And I wish they would know if we could just correct the, either one of these two things, you'd be in such a good place, inshallah. The first one is um, like self-esteem. I told you, if you just don't like yourself, you think you're not pretty, you just think no one will love you for who you really are, you are just oozing vulnerability 
and desperate, being desperate. And they're just, you're just turning guys off. And that's most likely why they don't want to talk to you. So you need to learn how to grow that within yourself. You need to understand and be confident and be super clear about what you want and what you deserve. And you need to not settle for anything else. And you need to love yourself and feel good. And if you need, like I said, any of the free resources that we have on that, definitely DM me. But do not fall into that trap because I told you 95% of women don't like themselves and that's what's happening to them. Another one, huge, especially for the people who are depending on family to show them how to do things or they've been trying on their own and it's just not working out. It's like months go by, years go by, still can't find a guy. I'm looking everywhere, sis. It's COVID. It's so hard. It's COVID. Like, you know, I can't come out the house and meet people regularly. How am I supposed to meet people? Where can I meet people at, sis? It's not. That's You're already doing it wrong. If that's what you're doing, you're already doing it wrong, right? And, I, and, I, and I'm trying to tell people that in the nicest way possible, but that is not even the process. And that is probably why you're still looking and you will continue to keep looking till Allahu alam when, till you decide to learn the process because that is the wrong way of going about it. So nine out of 10 women and families, either though the parents are guiding the children wrong because they don't know themselves and they're just doing what they were taught by their parents before them. Or the girls are trying to take it on their own and they're just making the wrong decisions. So I just implore you, if you have either one of those two, don't feel stuck in that. You can always reach out to me. I told you, Instagram at Mindful Muslima. Or you can always email our team at mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com, M-U-S-L-I-M-A-H.com. And you definitely, definitely can get some help and support. But think about the stories of these women and think about how they were just stuck until they figured out how to heal themselves, how to love themselves, how to know the process. And in literally the shortest amount of time, their whole situation changed for them. And it can for you too. You have to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do anything. We cannot put limits on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's the best keeper of promises. And if he says we do ABC, and he will give us rizq, he will give us barakah, he'll give us blessing, he'll give us all this aid and help, and he'll be our wali, he'll be our protector. We have to believe him because he doesn't have anything to gain from us. He just loves you. He loves me. And he wants us to be happy, all right? So sis, if you're struggling with any of this, like I said, don't hesitate to reach out, but definitely keep in mind that these are two huge mistakes that women constantly make that definitely holds up the process of getting married to the right guy, all right? Hope that was helpful. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Do not forget to get in our book club. And don't forget the wait list is open for our free marriage class on how to find a spouse. It is only open once or twice a year. We usually open it um, sometime at the end of the year and then mid-year. And that's just because you guys literally keep asking us. We had it originally just once a year, but you guys are just like, no. And once we close the doors, it's closed. And we only open it for about a week, week and a half. We give out free resources and downloadables and questions and everything. And then we close it all back up. So make sure you catch it, get on that waiting list. And when you do, we'll send you an email exactly when it opens. All right. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.